Welcome, 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 ladies and gentlemen. You are listening to The Aggregate Score with myself, Elijah, and my co-host, my guy, the guy who makes it happen with myself. Ayo, how you doing, man? I'm good, I'm good, bro. How you been? It's been a while. It's, do you know what? Yeah, I, I thought the other day, I was like, should I just call it, um, we'll get to you as soon as possible podcast? Because right. sometimes you actually have apologies, guys. I know you guys listening, you'll be like, right. I think the school's supposed to be coming out, but they're not. But guys, I've, like, I've had a house move. We've had to move house in like 10 days. I'm in a new place at the moment. We've moved like to the area of Dulwich from, our, from where I was living before. So we're further southeast, mm. which, is, which is good. Um, and I was going to say bad because it, it does feel like it's further away a little bit, but um, yeah. it's all good. So <laughs> yeah, tough. getting in an episode has been crazy. Trust but obviously... Me. Guys, we've got, a, we've got a full show lined up, so I hope you'll be enjoying it. But how about yourself, Aaron, man? How you been doing? How's things been? How's work and stuff? Yeah, man, not, not too bad. I can't complain, as I said, but, you know, we're alive. It's, uh, it's not too bad. It's been an interesting time. As in the time that we haven't spoken, like, a lot of things have happened in the world of sports and stuff, so it's, it's exciting to, to talk about oh. it because we've... Leagues have started, things have been going on, and it's uh, it's been a great time, so... Honestly, honestly, you know, I oh, so you see, you got call my mum there, guys. Sorry if you're listening. That's my mum's on, on the line there. But um, yeah, let's 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 dive in with the football. Because I'm excited. Obviously, I give a little shout out to Asaka. Well done because um, he was able to score yesterday and kind of put behind all the stuff that has happened in the last, you know few weeks and months mm-hmm. after that um, interesting European European final. But um, obviously, we ain't going to really talk about international football that much. I just wanted to t- uh, touch on that and give a shout out to him. Wanted yeah. to really discuss, really, about the Premier League and not even just the Premier League. Let's not even start with the, um, the last games. Let's talk about the crazy thing that was the transfer window. Oh, and gosh, yeah. <laughs> if you could put money on it, would you have suspected that Ronaldo would be in the Premier League? Um, nah, there's no way. Like I was thinking, as in, like up, up until the day before when he was doing the whole like, oh, is he going to City type of situation? I had no idea he was even thinking of leaving. Like I didn't know it was that kind of situation at the at, um, at Juventus. So yeah, man, it's just a crazy last like week or so of, of the transfer window, and it just ended in like even more crazy deals and things getting over the line. So. Mad, I would have never like guessed it or suggested it. Would you, would you have suggested it? I don't know. <laughs> nah, to be fair, you know, I wouldn't have, to be honest, if someone had said at the beginning, but things got very interesting. I think it was maybe about two weeks ago. When mm-hmm. obviously the reports that were coming out was that Manchester City had agreed personal terms. Yeah. Now, if Ronaldo had gone to Manchester City, that's even like... um that's even as worse as the whole thing to do with Tevez, you know. Obviously, <laughs> the last time someone had big or big had moved from the other sides, quote unquote, um, had been Tevez, I think, or maybe another player. But with Tevez, it was crazy because Man-, Man City really stuck the knife in. They had a yeah. massive ball in in Manchester. We were like, "Welcome to the city," which 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 had Tevez all plastered over it. Yeah. Now, if Ronaldo had gone to Man City, I think that would have been absolutely crazy and re- like it would have broke dreams because it's so funny how life can be. You've got Manchester Manchester United fans 
calling him a snake, calling him this, calling him that. Then he sides with Man United and it's like, oh yeah, I always knew yeah. he was coming back. Exactly. He's, he's yeah. the legend, he's the guy. But <laughs> just, like, how, question that, like, and for all the, the people listening that, they probably want to know, how effective and uh, do you think this Ronaldo is going to be? And do you think it's a better version of Ronaldo coming back to Man United now? Mm. I mean, I think it's, it's one of those ones where um, at the moment, especially like going forward, they're a team that you could see that they have finishers on the team right now. They've got the likes of obviously Greenwood. Um, Lingard yesterday in the England game looked really good. Like he scored like two goals. His finishing looked, looked pretty decent. He looks, looks like he's still in that same form he was in with West Ham. So Lingard yeah, still looks pretty decent. Um, but like, yeah, they, they could they could use a focal point up front if um, if Greenwood's mm. not, the, not the guy right now for them. I don't know. I, I get a sense that Oli's not... Um, like too confident to just give um, Greenwood the the range just yeah. to be the number one the number one striker. So yeah, obviously like Cavani's great, but um he's a bit older as well. Um and I think I think he's sometimes a bit he gets injured sometimes, but he's like he's still relatively like um trustworthy for them as well. So I think they just wanted something yeah. a bit different going forward. So mm. Ronaldo adds that aspect, I guess. I think in, at this point now in his career, he's no longer like a typical winger anymore. He's now more yeah, he could play up front. He could do. He could pretty much, pretty much do what he wants in that team now at this point. So, I think yeah. he's going to be useful for them. I think he'll help them out. I think he'll be um, a nice addition. Like I think a lot of people already have been crowning United champions, and I'm not quick to do that. Because no, I think, yeah. I just need. I need just all to deep. Like he's 36. Like <laughs> yes, he's still Ronaldo, yeah. one, one of the best players, best players in the world. But the he's world. 36. Like let's all, yeah. let's all. Let's let's chill down. So we'll breathe a little bit. Yeah, let's all chill. Yeah, let's breathe yeah, yeah. slightly. He's 36. He'll be good. He'll be very good for that team. He probably will like score hella goals in Premier League. But yeah. yeah. Is he gonna win them league straight away just by him being there? No. But will it help them? 100 percent I think they're gonna be a lot yeah. more confident in as a team now going forward. They're gonna be a lot more confident in their abilities to to potentially win the league this year. So me man, if you're a United fan, I'm sure you're gassed right now. Like all the United fans I know, I called my friend the day that it got announced. He hadn't seen yeah. it yet. So I called him. I was like, have you heard the news? And he was like, what news? Oh my days. I, I said, go check Twitter. That was exactly his reaction. I said, go check Twitter. He lost his mind. He was like, oh, the league is done. League is done. I said, chill out. Oh, wow. Relax. <laughs> relax. So, that's all it is. They need to relax a little bit, but he's going to be very useful for them. And I think it's a great, it's a great move for them. They needed something up front. So, you know, I think it's good for United. If you're a United fan, be, be excited. Cause especially because yeah. he's, he's wearing number seven, it's it's an exciting time. It's an exciting time. Honestly, I think like great move, great move for the great move for him, great move for the league. He's on, he's gonna be on on very very good money. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm hearing enough to three hundred thousand to four hundred thousand a week, which <laughs> has a hefty sum to pay. <laughs> but the fact of the matter is, we all know, and Ronaldo proves to us, he is a goal machine. And in a exactly. league like our own. Um, it it might take him a little bit of time to adapt, and what I mean by that is because obviously his body needs to catch up to how he's he, he's played in this league before. It's uh-huh. obviously different to what it is now. My only issue is, as you were saying, I wouldn't crown Man United champions just yet, and the reason being is I still feel that midfield lacks a little bit of something, Trust a little me. bit against other midfields. I feel like they can obviously going forward. May not be an issue, but in the last couple of games I've kind of seen, um, it's been certain players bailing them out. Greenwood, obviously, you mentioned about how Social doesn't fancy him. I think Social is trying to protect him. Yeah, a me, bit like yeah, a bit like what wasn't happening with Rashford because when Rashford burst on the scene, he was so good of a finisher at times. It was almost like we've got to play him. We don't really have other options. Like Marshall, for me, 
A lot of Man United fans will speak here or there. I don't think he's a 20-goal season man. But hey-ho, no. people will tell you differently. Um, <laughs> it's good It's good for Ronaldo. I'm I'm happy for him. It's interesting. They're going to sell hella shirts. <laughs> oh, hella I, think shirts. He, I think he's already eclipsed, like, the amount of sales for, like, this quickly. I think obviously because he's wearing number seven again. I forgot the exact yeah. stat. I need to check it. But I know he's already done a certain amount of numbers. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, been, mean, it's been crazy. <laughs> it's been crazy. Like if we if we look at the state of the league, and even just talk about, for example, Arsenal spending. I know just a brief touch on them. They're going to be hoping that you know the millions and millions that they spent. You know, we'll we'll touch a little bit on Arsenal, but I mean, I wouldn't say the writing's on the wall for Arteta, but mate, that game after the international break against Norwich is a, that's a that's a three pointer. He has to win that game. If he loses that. Then the groans get get even more massive. I know the fixture list wasn't time for them starting the season, but yeah, um, yeah they're in a bit of trouble. But they spent um, so as um, teams. I want to I want to say like I like some of the business that West Ham have done. They've obviously started the season so well. True. Um, yeah, Antonio yeah. on the top of yeah, Antonio obviously he's got four goals to his name in the season. He's been he's been excellent. Um, I like what Norwich did some of the buys that they made, but obviously it looks as though this league is going to like, it's going to be tough for them because the game against Liverpool that they played at the beginning of the season and then getting absolutely thumped by, um, and did they play Man City or was it somewhere else? I can't remember, but... Um, I mean, they yeah, played Norwich, Leicester. Gonna, yeah, yeah, and it just got edged out. I just mm. feel like they may, it could be another difficult one, but I like some of the signings they made. But I mean, in terms of the transfer window, it's been an interesting one because you've seen like some teams have played a lot of money. You know, there's not that much money raining. Obviously, we haven't even touched about it, but the fact that Messi left Barcelona to now go to... Um, in fact, that was all the pod was going to be about when we had to change things around. Like, mm. let's even just settle with that one, man. Like, is it a surprise for you? The fact that obviously he's suiting up now in Paris colours after Neymar. I had Neymar has been putting in that work as an agent. He's been Man. putting in that work day and night, trying to convince him to come to Paris. But what do you think of the move, though? Yeah, I feel like in our last episode, we maybe touched on it at the brief, at the end because we were like, yeah, it's yeah. happening. Um, and we were like, where's he going to go? Um, and then I think it's since then, obviously, I can't remember. I think we, I think at the time, we had, it had been announced that he's going to PSG. So we might have already talked about it briefly. But like, for sure... It was just a shock that the PSG, just the signings they made in free transfer. PSG are moving Ooh. like it's football football manager out here. Like they were Ooh, just just goodness. making crazy moves, like free transfers for uh, Donnarumma, um, oh, Genie Wijnaldum from us. They got um, obviously Jeez. Messi. <laughs> they brought in uh, Hakimi. Like they just brought in Sergio Ramos. Like... Sergio Ramos on a free transfer. Yeah, they had a great, honestly, great, great, <laughs> great transfer window. Almost like Ooh. elite level, Gal- Galacticos level transfer window. Because I don't understand where they were getting all this money from. Obviously, it's for, like Honestly. I feel like it was because they didn't do the. Was it because they didn't do the European Super League? Whatever it was that they got, like I don't know, some sort of pardon. But whatever it is, mm. the, the way that they're able to circumnavigate all these um, financial fair trade legislations and stuff, more power to them. Like I think the fact that it's obviously the French league, a lot of people are not going to respect it um, because we we know that that league is a kind of like a one trick pony. <laughs> it's oh boy, it's, it's PSG and the rest. Except for last year, obviously when we had the. Um, Emergence of that team. Um, who, who won last year? Sorry, what was it again? Oh, um, it was actually, I think it was 
Was it not? I want to say Lil, but it wasn't Lil. Of course, it was Lil. Yeah, it was Lil. Was it them that won it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm like, I don't even remember the team. That's just how how relevant that league is. But yeah, Lil won last year, and Uh, PSG are definitely going to win this year. I think they're already top of the league. Um, Messi came on as a substitute in the last game. He's going to score more goals for them, hopefully. Um, I think they they did well to hang on to Mbappe at least for this summer. Um, We'll see Mm. what happens next summer. I think his contract runs out next summer. Yeah, we're going to get into that next year. In fact, just touching. Sorry to to cut you off the Mbappe thing I think it's very interesting obviously to kind of like round up our chatting about the transfer window um, Real Madrid made a very very late play for him even though mm. from what I've been reading of recent Real Madrid and Barcelona's um, uh, their like in terms of their finances aren't the best somehow Real Madrid were able to put together like an 170 kind of meal package Yeah. obviously P- PSG turned that down now the issue is what I was reading was that apparently Mbappe promised PSG, even if he was to leave, he wouldn't leave on a free transfer. Now there's going to be oh. a lot of teams that are, that are wanting to be in there, but obviously, as of the first of January 2022, he can talk to any clubs and sign with anyone on a free transfer when his contract now ends. Now, obviously, a lot of play, a lot of people are going to put their names in. I even heard some rumors about. Liverpool trying to do one or two things, which I'm not going to lie, would be crazy, but we know they're kind of all rumours. What do you think? <laughs> do you think it's crazy for Real Madrid to put that money up? Or do you think it's even crazier for Paris to turn the money down, fully knowing that he could go on a free transfer? Yeah. Like, um, I think it's just mad that they didn't either, one, shore up his contract already. I think they obviously have faith yeah. that him being there around that the system, around their players, he'll want to stay. And he'll sign an extension is what they're is what they're probably hoping for, as most teams yeah. would when you've got a you know well class young player in his in like who's about to enter his prime. So of course you kind of want him to be there for as long as possible. So they're going to hope for that he signs a contract at some point in this season. If they win some things, I could definitely see him like if they make a run in Champions League and he he gets the you know the taste for it, then why wouldn't he stay? Is what is probably what they're thinking to themselves. But he there is a chance that he could leave, and that's kind of just the game you play at this point. So they're yeah. gonna have to they're gonna. Uh, you know, walk a very thin line. Like I see them walking on eggshells around him, just making sure he gets whatever he wants and he's pleased in every single way because they don't want him to leave, <laughs> especially on a free. That'll be oh, catastrophic. Mate, on a free, oh my goodness, that's uh, that's it'll nearly be, as crazy as the Messi Yeah, it would be, it would be, it would be on par with that. Yeah, it would be bigger because obviously Messi, you're thinking, all right, Messi's you know, 33, 34, whatever. Mbappe mm. at the age he is on a free. Tr- oh my goodness, and you don't even get a, a penny worth. Oh. Yeah, that's gonna be painful. That's gonna hurt a lot. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I got a quick anyway, question for like, you though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hit me would you mouth. consider like our transfer window a, a failure? I'm talking us as in Liverpool, oh. like the fact that we just got just um Konate. Bro, bro, bro. I don't know what F, like um is it FSG? Oh lord, yeah, bro. The the window hurt me still. <laughs> hurt me a lot because I. I do you know what? It was like, you know, that that meme that obviously um that is like, oh, was it what's her name? Oh, well, she's like, you get a thing, you get a thing, you get a oh, thing. Oh, Oprah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> Oprah, yeah. Like everyone's getting transfers. I'm sitting Except here seeing us. my team like, dude, like, oh, like, but what what we were doing is like we were giving it to our players. Oh, yeah, you get a new contract, you get a new contract, you get it. Don't get me wrong, I understand because obviously we've had a few issues where some of our big players have always been going been going. We've been selling them off for bigger amounts of money, yeah. not turning them down. The whole thing with Genie. But the fact like we only just bought, I was hoping at least three all in all. 
Mm-hmm. And the fact we haven't, I can't lie. In my heart, when the window closed, it felt as though we're just trying to make a run for Champions League again. Personally. Yeah. Like, almost like, get the top four and it's cool. Because with me, I'm thinking, yo, a couple players go down, you don't have the depth. Finish. You don't have the depth. <laughs> like you know what I'm saying? We got, it'll be Origi and Minamino. And yeah. we also forgot that, um, it, like, Mane and Salah, African nations. So oh for God, me, yeah, I know Klopp, be for a bit. Klopp will, yeah. yeah, exactly. Klopp will be like, oh, yeah, no point buying player. But come on. The only shining light for me that's making me feel, mm, this season could look good is, is the youngsters and especially one we all know who's played a couple of games already, Harvey Elliott. Yeah. That kid makes me think, okay, he he starts hitting some of the potential we saw at Blackburn and some other clubs. And like I'm gonna be a very, very happy bunny if it comes through because he's looking 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 good indeed. But the fact that we didn't even bring one striker or someone in just to after all the stuff that happened with Bobby last season, mm-hmm. I don't know. But again, when I say with rumors and stuff, apparently the whole talk is that this summer was predominantly to get that center back in, which we're all screaming for. So I was happy with that. And also shore up the contract so that next year there could be not like a like a over like a like a changeover of different things, but some two or three big guys to come in next season. Because mm-hmm. obviously we don't really do the business in January. So even when the transfer window opens there, unless someone goes down like a Bobby or maybe a Minamino, I don't see us dipping in there again. So yeah, man, I'm disappointed, but Hopefully we can be challenging for the title. I, I don't know. I, I still think our first 11, super strong. One of mm. the best in the league, hands down. But it's the squad depth. And it's on days where sometimes it's not happening. Who do we bring from the bench? This is a very big season, just to end off. Big season for uh, Chamberlain, for Ops. Oh, yeah, huge. Big season for Keita. Yeah. Massive season. Big season for Rigi. You oh, need some huge, better. Yeah. <laughs> Something off the and bench, yeah. big season yeah, for, for Minamino. Because yeah. what they'll be happy, what they'll be thinking of is, is look like if these if you guys aren't performing, I don't really see why they, they should really be there, to be fair. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, disappointing in, but hopefully it'll be a good season indeed. Yeah, that's yeah, I kind of echo the sentiments. It's, it's gonna be interesting. I think obviously, like we were always in clock, we trust and that, but it yeah. was a bit shocking to not see us get like dip further into transfer window. Um, it was good yeah, though that we obviously like got the you know got the centre back, but um, I think he's definitely got faith in the team that he already has. Like the people, like for example, we had um, an injury to Robinson, like Robertson, sorry, at the beginning of, of the uh, preseason. Oh, the year, yeah. And we're thinking yeah. to ourselves, oh my gosh, what do we at left back? Simicast comes in, and he's, and he's he performs a little bit in the Premier League, and we're thinking, okay, Ooh. cool, Simicast is decent. So we've got some you know some backup on the left, on the left, backup on the well, probably not backup on the right, just yet, obviously Milner. But um, it's I think a lot of our players have come back kind of healthy, which is good to see. I think um, obviously yeah. Van Dijk oh, is doing Van Dijk to, things. Oh, Nico Williams, you got, but obviously yeah, sorry, Nico Williams. He's yeah. been injured. Yeah, he's been injured. I think there was talk of him going on loan, but he didn't go in the end, so that was yeah. good to see him he stay. Yeah. That's um, true. But yeah, so like the players that come back have been have been solid for us. I think obviously maybe Trent Trent not going to the Euros was really good for him. I think the fact that he stayed. Um, mm-hmm. and was able to rehab and get healthy. He was really good. He looks really good this season so far. Watching him play for England yesterday, as I said, um, on his, well, he was playing in the midfield yesterday and the points, he looked really yeah. good. Like it was, Some of the passing was sensational. Um, Van Dijk is doing Van Dijk things. He's back. And yeah, it's it's good to see him back. back and healthy. Um, as you said, that midfield, I think we're going to see a different Thiago this season. 
Um, yeah, I think it's going to yeah. be an interesting season for Thiago. Keita, as we said, needs to have a huge season. I think he might perform a few times for us as well. Henderson does what he does. And I think going forward, it's it's looking like Jota has like really solidified himself in this starting eleven. Oh yeah. Which yeah, is nice to absolutely. see as well. Like he's he was a great signing last year, and I think he'll just continue to grow from strength to strength this year. So we'll see. I think obviously Klopp has strength and has like belief in the squad, but definitely some depth would have been really nice. Um would have been nice to see. But like we'll have to see what happens with all these like players that have have, have um have come back from injuries, as we said. Like Oxford Chamberlain has to like now perform and have a great season yeah, for us. Although otherwise absolutely. it could be it could be curtains for his career at Liverpool. Absolutely, man. Um, going on lastly, before we kind of move on for, from um, the football side of things, uh, looking at the tables, interesting on, obviously, congrats to, well, we shouldn't really say congrats, but well done to like Spurs and West Ham. Obviously, oh my gosh, I had no faith in Spurs, by the way. I thought they'd be struggling. <laughs> but the fact that, let's not be honest, do you know what the best part of their window was? The fact Harry Kane that, stayed. Yeah, they said he was he staying. Leave, obviously, like, that was interesting in itself. But we all knew, like, look, Daniel Levy is a very hard man to uh, yeah. negotiate with. And he wasn't going to let him go for cheap. And mm-hmm. rightly so. Painful for Harry Kane because, again, I keep saying I've been reading, reading, reading. But he had a gentleman's agreement that if a suitable offer came in, he could leave. He could yeah. leave. Apparently, um, Man willing to give, <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Apparently, Man City were willing to give money and players and still Damn. he wasn't going to do it. So for me, it's a shame because I was telling someone, yes, Harry Kane, that contract, brilliant, five years that time or six years he signed it, but it put him in a very, very difficult position because yeah. with Poch, yes, it's been good, but they've not achieved nothing. No, I wouldn't say not achieved nothing, no trophies. Mm-hmm. Mourinho, no trophies. Now you've got mm-hmm. Nuno in, you're like, you, there needs to be something because this guy, let's be honest, if he gets, he's already 28 now. That's 29, 30. These should be his prime years. Yeah, this if should be the big he contract, doesn't, prime years. Do you know what he will do? He will let this contract run down and he will go on a free transfer. Mm. Because look, like, the problem with Spurs is like, they're not, they're not hitting it. They're not hitting it. And they, they hopefully they have a good season. Hopefully you win some sort of thing because in terms of trophy-wise, I know in the back of his mind, he's thinking, yo, if I'm still bagging goals to this thing, why am I signing a contract extension? Let me head somewhere else. Yeah. Exactly. There's more money. So, obviously, they like Tottenham started well. Three wins from three. They're looking good defensively. Mm-hmm. Man United um, on seven points. They're third. Chelsea, fourth. Liverpool, fifth. Good start for us. Everton, decent start for them as well. Um, and was it um, Damari Gray, who was, oh, yeah. who was at Leicester, but went to Leverkusen and then back to Everton. He may very well be signing this season for like 1.7 or 9 million, Oof. whatever it was they bought him for. Looking Might like already be absolute, signing this season. Yeah, still. So obviously the, um, Everton have got Townsend as well. Because, um, um, oh gosh, because, uh, oh gosh, Rafa is there. He's also mm. sold what, he's also bought back, bought, not bought back, but bought one of his old favourites, uh, Rondon, back into the Premiership. Yeah, on a free transfer thing. On a free transfer, so that'll be an interesting part. Man mm. City, obviously, uh, losing, losing. Wait, Man City lost the game. Oh yeah, they lost the Spurs at the start. Of the Spurs at the start. That's yeah, that's what I'm saying. I didn't expect Spurs to do anything, but they, you know, beat City with their first game. I was like, okay, they're growing. They're doing all right under Nuno. Yeah, not bad. Then you look at obviously, 18th Wolves, 19th Norwich, and Arsenal. Oh, as we said before, we, let's let's end with Arsenal anyway. 
Like, guys, prayers for Arsenal. Prayers for Love. Arsenal supporters. <laughs> prayers for your they, Arsenal they fans. Feel it, they friends. feeling it, like, because it's, it's a painful time right now. Um, question, and just to end up and, and, and round up with the, with the football side of things, um, I, what would you think, though? If you were Arteta, like, obviously, international, um, international period is going to finish in the next couple of days. What would you be saying to the guys before Norwich? Who would you be picking? I think with his team, he needs to um, look to the young players, I guess, at the moment. Obviously, he's doing that already with the likes of Saka. But um, it's really the young players. This was really the season where they should have kept their defender. I forgot his name. It's William... Uh, oh, C- his... Is it CAB? C- That's French the guy. one. Yeah, French guy. They should have kept him. Yeah. They should have kept all the like, you know, young players like Saka. And they've already kept giving Emmanuel Smith mm. for the, uh, the new contract and the new number. Which they and did. really push yeah. with these young people because, like... Um, it's the likes of obviously bringing in Ben White was interesting, but I think that's going to be 50, 50 million pound down the drain a little bit. Like he's not going to. Oh, do you? No, he's not going to like. Re, he's not going to revitalize your defense right away, right away. I don't think he's that kind of player just yet. He could be. He's got the potential to be, mm. but I think oh, yeah. right now is maybe, maybe too early for the fifty million deal. But um, they need to yeah rely on these young players because obviously the likes of Aubameyang and Lacazette um, are nowhere near past their prime, but they're not the same players they were before. Yeah, they used they're to be as, yeah. as enthusiastic to play for this Arsenal team. Arsenal have great mm. kits this season, but they're going to lose a lot of games looking really good. And it's going to be a <laughs> yeah. shame. It is, it is. Well, you know, obviously, um, it's interesting because talking about like Arsenal, you know, obviously people say Southerners, Northerners, all across the country, the league has started, we're excited, but switching over to American football. Run, run. Um, you know, it's been interesting because now we're so close. You know, myself and Ayo and a few other guys do a fan, like a, a fantasy league we have. Obviously, we did the, the draft. I really tried to do a little bit things here, there. <laughs> Managed with a B. Someone in the league was like, oh, yeah, I was just doing it for bands. I got an A. Really yeah. got me a little bit riled. But then I was like, nah, you know what? I think I did quite well to still one of the best quarterbacks in the league, Mahomes, in the second round, which usually you're not really supposed to be with quarterbacks. But I had to do it so I can get some certified points. But um, <laughs> guys, if you're listening to this, um, we are actually going to do our own actual fantasy league. So yeah. we'll do that, start it up, and then obviously send the details on our Instagram to so check that out. But interested enough, let me go straight into it. Let's not even play about. Season's going to start in a couple of days now. Um, we've talked about it so many times before, but let's not let's not even talk about the Super Bowl first. Let's talk about who's who for you is your most exciting player to see overall. Like that's included with the draft with the new players, old players. Who are you excited to see the most this season? Uh, yeah, this I would season, have yeah. to say, like I'm looking really looking forward to seeing. Just again, how how good this um this this Tampa Bay Buccaneers team can be <laughs> on their like mm. second go round. Obviously, they brought back all their starters from the from the Super Bowl game, and to see that team again just continue to obviously like Tom Brady back in his system. I'm just excited to see whether he can do it again at the age of like 44, wherever he is, or 45. I don't know how old he is, but he's just old, yeah. But the fact that he's able to do <laughs> to perform at such a high level at his age, and the fact that he's been playing for so long over like two decades, wherever it is. Like I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm intrigued to see how good he can be with this team again, and and whether mm. they'll again challenge and get back to the Super Bowl again, 
with a with a, an older Tom Brady and see how that goes. So that's what I'm looking forward to see, like how that will work. Because last year we mm. all thought it was a bit of um, everyone had a belief that they could make the Super Bowl, but like until it happened, everyone was like, "Oh snap, Tom Brady's really the goat because he's really doing this at age 44, whatever it is, or 43. I don't know how old he was then." So um, yeah, excited to see Tom Brady and the Buccaneers see or, or Tampa Bay as we like to call them. Um, to see how they do again in this in this in their division, see how they because they're in a, they're in like an interesting division. There's not really like any teams necessarily that can really challenge them in the NFC South. True. You know the Falcons are um, Matt Ryan is nearing the end of his sort of like career as, as a top quarterback. Um, Panthers are in like a state of flux. They obviously brought in a new quarterback Sam Darnold, but they still don't really know who they are as a team yet. The Saints just That's lost true. Drew Brees. So really, it's for Tampa Bay and them to just like to take over again in that division. So that's going to be very interesting to see. That's very true. For me personally, I've been saying true, true. I definitely hear you about <laughs> the pick that you made. But for me, uh, let me just say the name. and You, you got to know how it is. So if I just say it's... Oh, why did I... I, I do you know, his name escapes me. Sometimes it's, oh, I'll go back again now. It is Carl Anthony Pitts. The tight end for the Atlanta Falcons. That's the guy. This is the guy that I'm excited to see because I'm like, hmm, let's see what this Falcons team, like, obviously they're quite heavy on the, the offense. They've got some good players there, but Kyle Pitts has been referred to you as a quote-unquote generational talent. And but for me, yeah, I'm, the I'm, I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued to see that, like, great blocker, good running, great hands, dynamic, athletic, explosive, those are the some of the words that have been used. And it will, it will be interesting to see because obviously he could have gone. I'm not sure if he would have gone a little bit higher. Definitely worthy of going in the top five for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just think it's it's a dream. It's a dream sort of player, obviously. Um, for the Falcons to have someone else again on that on that offense, which is pretty strong anyway. Yeah, they lost like, they lost Julio Jones this offseason after they traded him, but Bringing in Carl yeah. Pitts, as you said, it's going to be interesting if he becomes like another option for, for Matt Ryan. I think he's obviously got his number one receiver now, Calvin Ridley. But now he'll have like a second like mm. safety net to throw to in, in, in Carl Pitts. So that's actually a good pick. Yeah, it's going to be very interesting to see how, how influential he is so early in his career. Because um, obviously, like he's in a tough division, but I think that he could be a player that potentially makes a couple of ways and is, is, a, is a bit of a... He might maybe influence the future of how the tight end position is drafted, especially if like he turns out to yeah. be as good as everyone thinks he's going to be. Because he was yeah. the highest highest drafted tight end of all time. No one Damn. else has been drafted that high. Um, That's he was, true. He was the number really, four really pick, go. was he? I believe he was. Yeah, yeah, he was. Um, yeah, yeah. So no Titans don't really normally go that high. I mean, even the, even you look at the Titans that now that are reigning in the league, the likes of um, Travis Kelsey of uh, George Kittle, they were they were late round draft picks. They were late round picks. Who, be, yeah, who became like, superstars? Who became yeah. awesome. Yeah. So we're gonna see how that's gonna go. It's gonna be very interesting. Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, I want to. I want like finally talk about the Super Bowl towards the end obviously we'll kind of know the odds on and stuff like that and some of the players who we expect to see I think like if we're looking at people who are like even coming back I didn't I just threw the same just right now I'm, I'm very excited to obviously see two players Shaquan Barkley um, the running back and Odell Beckham obviously mm-hmm. they had um, um, certain injuries that ruled them out for this season but again these are dynamic players Odell you know it's 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 going to be interesting to see him. I think he's still got a lot to prove as well. So yeah, um, in terms time. of comeback players, like, have you got any that you've been kind of looking at or kind of thinking that, oh, snap, okay, they they back in the, the um, thing. I even, I'm thinking of one as well, sorry. 
they just coming up to mind, but that Dak Prescott as well. Yeah, he was Obviously. gonna be mine. <laughs> was he gonna be your pick? Yeah, please, man. One of one of, yeah. Definitely like Dak is one of the one of the people that we're like excited to see this year. He obviously got the big contract over the summer. Um yeah. so we'll see how how that influences things. But he's if you watch the um this season's hard knocks, it's is focusing on, on the Dallas Cowboys. And he looks like he's mentally ready to play again. Um, but physically yeah. we'll just have to see how his knee holds up, obviously after the surgery yeah. and stuff. But um he looks good in, in the in the practices and stuff, and he's throwing again, which is great to see. Um, even Zeke looks really like enthusiastic to play again this year, which is going to be exciting to see as well for that team. That Dallas team is going to going to be pretty decent. Obviously, their division as a whole is always a bit shaky because you know that, that was the NFC least that we called it last year. You could lose hella games <laughs> and still still win their division. But, um, but like there, yeah, they're going to be a team that's going to be interesting to see. I think he could be. There was talk because obviously Dak's whole thing was um, before he got paid the big contract was is he worth the big contract? Because obviously he's a yeah. he's a serviceable quarterback, but is he's the best in the league? No. But um, he's still like a top 10 quarterback. So I'm excited to see what he does this year. I think it's going to be, he might prove a lot of doubters wrong. People that they said he should have got the money. I think he's going to prove yeah. them a lot wrong. And even Jerry West, I mean, not Jerry West, sorry. Um, Jerry Jones doesn't play, doesn't pay quarterbacks like that unless he really believes in them, I, I believe anyway. So I think if he believes in Dak, then, um, and he's got the full backing of like his his, his, his like head coach and everything, I think he can be as good as, as any quarterback this year so that's going to be fun to see another quarterback I was excited to see but obviously because of injury it's going to be hard to see what he does is um Carson Wentz obviously with the Colts yeah that was yeah, going to be fun that, that but be, um he's injured he might, he might be back by game week one but we're not too sure um mm. so that would have been fun to see but he'll be back obviously at some point this season so then we'll see how they how good they are with him in their team but he was going to be someone that obviously back with his old head coach uh, Frank Reich and we'll see if, if that could be the, the move that maybe brings him back to that MVP level of play that he was playing in Philadelphia at the time mm. um, so we'll have to see but I think Carson Wentz is is on the hot seat a little bit as a quarterback there's quite a lot of quarterbacks who are on the hot seat like in this league yeah. that's that's kind of what's going to be exciting actually to see how many of these quarterbacks who are currently QB1s yeah perform and then remain QB1s the rest of the season because it's going yeah. to be a lot of places up for up for grabs I think next year obviously like Cam the big news that Cam lost his job and, yeah. and got um, released by, oh. by the Patriots. Bro, you, you've been reading my notes, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, sorry to, to jump in there. Like, like that, that that took me by surprise. In fact, I, I had him in my mind starting week one yeah. as the starter moving forward. Obviously, they've gone with the young, is it um, is it Jones? Mac Jones, yeah. Um, Mac Jones, which which anyway, when, when he, Mac Jones to them in the draft I thought that was a good move by them 100%, but um, yeah. it will be interesting per se I, I don't know I thought it was very harsh there's been so many different rumours and things about why he mm-hmm. left and maybe it was COVID and stuff like that and this that, and the other but according yeah. to uh, Belichick it's on quote unquote football reasons so um, yeah we'll, we'll take that as it is man and we'll, yeah <laughs> we'll I didn't, I didn't love the the optics of, of releasing him, but I guess it was because of um, if you look at like obviously he's he's like a big alpha dog kind of figure and he's well respected a lot in the league and amongst his players, his teammates and stuff. So really, it would have been hard to bring in Mac Jones and have Mac Jones be the starter when people maybe in the locker room are hoping that Cam is maybe the starter and he'll always kind of be breathing down his neck the whole time. So I think yeah. releasing him was obviously good for Mac Jones because it means that he's now the guy regardless, win, lose, draw, he's the guy. Um, and they have to, and he has to like perform basically. And there's like, I guess there's pressure on him, but there's less pressure if he had like a, a number one QB like breathing down his neck the whole time. Whereas now he mm. just got like, like Jared Stitham or whoever is is their backup. I can't remember what his who the name is. Is irrelevant. Um, so like whoever it is is, is not going to really get, put too much pressure on him. So now he can be like trusted to deliver the offense the way to he do. wants to do it. 
But yeah. for Cam, I'm kind of sad because obviously this was the when he when he um got released by the uh, not released but when his contract ran out with the Panthers, um we didn't know where he was going to land in the league. Then he landed with the Patriots. We're thinking this could be great for him. Um, mm-hmm. has a great start to last season, but then unfortunately gets COVID. Then he struggles when he comes back, but he still delivers like a decent, um, a decent, a decent run for that yeah, team. Yeah, they, had a, yeah. they had a decent year considering like that team was expected to do absolutely nothing last year, but they still yeah. had a decent run. Um, he then starts the preseason quite well, then has this whole mix up with COVID. I think there's an issue because obviously he doesn't want to get the vaccine or whatever it is. So it mm-hmm. means that if he was to um, be on a team and there was like a maybe like a COVID case or a bubble, whatever it is, he then have to like self isolate for five days, which is obviously not ideal as a team because you want your players in the building. Um, yeah. And it's just a, it's just a whole thing. So it just didn't really work for him in, in, with the Patriots. Um, and then there was talks within the camp that obviously he didn't really grasp the off- the offense as quickly as Mac Jones did, um, mm. and, that, and that kind of thing. So like, yeah, it's just unfortunate that he's left. But we'll just have to see where he lands if he lands anywhere this season. There's talk of the Texans yeah. maybe making a move for him. Um, they've, they've already got a QB who's not playing this year, but we'll see what happens. Um, That's true with Deshaun I, as well. I mean, that even to talk about Deshaun, I think it's the whole issue is just absolutely crazy. Obviously, Honestly. the news is the news is that they've selected um, um, Tyrod Taylor to be their obviously their starter yeah. moving forward. Um, yeah, the cam stuff is is crazy because I still feel as though he will get a job, whether that will be backup. Um, because do you know what it's just COVID really and what I mean by that is that COVID injuries and stuff you trust the fact that now he's had a season under his belt with um, the Patriots it shows mm-hmm. people that okay he can do a thing if we're looking for someone we can bring someone in and it if yeah. and that's a big if it's a if, huge like, if, yeah. someone goes someone goes down in it and that's the problem because like in the Cuban world a lot of times when I'm talking to people about American football I'm like if you don't have that position down to a T it is very very hard to build a a good team around for example I'll make mention of the guy who's obviously going to be the starter for um, the New Orleans Saints which is um, is it Winston? Yeah James Winston Yeah like honestly great talent sick but the amount of interceptions this guy throws he's basically (laughs) giving other teams points it's crazy. One time, I think he tied for like it must be like thirty-three touchdowns, thirty-three intercepts. Like, come on, bro. Something like so that. So you, yeah. you need to have that QB thing like tied down. And yeah, I like all the like the new young um, quarterbacks coming in. Obviously, for the Jaguars, Lawrence, there's a lot on his shoulders. I don't say to perform, but obviously do well. They know what he's about. I think he will do the business for them. He will turn things around. Like, but obviously, you've got to build on that. You know. Um, bit by bit and get to get to where you've envisioned but um yeah just even just talking about some of the the leagues obviously you've got um bear with me i just had a touching on touching on that qb thing you talked about as well there's always this common saying where there's like there's qbs that you win because of so that's like the likes of like a of a patrick mahomes aaron Rodgers. There's, there's QBs that you win with. That's the likes of a, maybe like a um, Baker Mayfield or players that are serviceable, yeah. you, win, you win with them. And then there's QBs that you win in spite of, which is like players that just, that at, at the time when James Winston was with the Bucks, he was a QB that they won with, but it was in spite of him throwing interceptions and stuff. Oh, and as a team, you kind of want to have a QB that you win because of, like, a, a, like you want to, you really want to find your Mahomes, your Rogers, your, um, well, some, please, some people believe that obviously like, Josh, um, Josh Allen is in that league now and um, mm. Lamar Jackson's in that league and all these other players as well. So 
everyone's just trying to get that QB that they win because of really that's what all the teams are researching for most teams obviously think they found out this year with the draft as you mentioned like Trevor Lawrence is, is going to be the guy in Jacksonville he's now QB1 for them certified that's mm-hmm. a team is going to struggle though they're, they're not going to be a very good team this year but he'll make a make a few players and we'll see what happens with them but um yeah other teams like um, the Miami Dolphins for example with their QB situation now they obviously got Tua Tonga Valoa as their QB1 last mm-hmm. year they weren't 100% sure on him but they still gave him the starting role um, yeah. and they're, they're going to have to see if they still believe in him going forward because there's talk of actually like the the common the common rumor is obviously that Deshaun Watson actually wants to go to Miami um but Ooh. we still don't know obviously what his situation is with this whole like, court case so yeah, yeah if it works course. out in his favor and he's able to play again like Miami really have have the they 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 kind of have him in in like he's he wants to go to Miami so it's looking like Tio could be a trading piece for them to get Deshaun Watson in return but again it just depends on where, what happens with his like court situation yeah of course man and um hopefully the the outcome or whatever outcome comes out and we see how obviously Houston will move on from there but wanted yeah. to play an interesting game um I'm good so what basically I'm going to mention a certain like league so I might say AFC North or something like that but you're mm-hmm. going to do the um the AFC ones I'm going to do the NFC so who do you think's winning winning AFC North? Uh, you just have AFC to pick North. it. Yeah. Um, I think top of that division probably will be. I'm gonna say the Browns. They're a team that I think uh they're not under them, sorry, they're not underrated at all. They're a team that have like a great defense, um, a okay. really solid offensive line, great running game. It's just their passing that we need to see what happens. As you said, Odell Beckham coming back this year from injury. Jarvis Landry yeah. is like a solid um, wide receiver, but he's not a superstar. And Baker Mayfield, again, is a solid QB, but he's not a superstar. So if those players can make the next step, that that Cleveland Browns team could be very interesting. I would have, it, you'd normally just pick the Steelers in that division, but because the Steelers, yeah, like, obviously Big Ben is, is older now. Um, yeah, they've so. lost some of their like offensive line through like obviously retirement and stuff. So that's going to be tough for them. But uh, the Bengals are going to struggle this year. Joe Barrow's coming back from injury. That's going to be hard. And the Ravens, okay. I think, even though Lamar Jackson is a superstar by all means, um, it's still very hard for him to win if unless he learns really how to throw properly and like accurately. Um, yeah. But running, running alone can win, but not like I don't think he can win your Super Bowl just yet. I don't know if we're there yet as a as a league. Mm. So that's why I'd say probably the Browns. Okay, cool. I'm gonna pick one. Um, NFC South. Yeah. I personally think it'll be the Bucks. Um, you you would probably put the Bucks and the Saints up against each other. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel that now that obviously they've just lost their legendary quarterback, um, the Saints obviously is retired now. It yeah. it will be it will be tricky. And I don't know how much they're gonna lean on some of the positions that they have mm-hmm. um around them. So I, I would I would pick the Bucks for that league simply as everyone's coming back. I think Tom Brady will do it um and they will get what they need in order to obviously progress. And what I mean, get what they need. They could get like home advantage. I must see them being very, very strong in that league. Obviously, the Falcons as well. Um, but I just, I just think it's the Bucks really for that league. So yeah, I, I, I'd I say agree. them as well. Yeah. Um, I just wanted to pick it for two for two certain leagues in that. Anyway, so all do, the do you want me to give you the NFC and you give me the AFC, or do we just want to do those two? Yeah, yeah. So basically, what I'm going <laughs> to do is like I'm going to give you. So with the AFC East, South, West. I want you to have five seconds. Don't even give me any reason. Just tell just me the say team the you want, and I'll do. Just say the team. So obviously, uh, let me uh, let me say it right. AFC East. Five, four, three. Bills. Two, one. Cool. AFC South. Five, four. The Titans. Two. two. Excellent. 
AFC West. Fire. Obviously, cool. the Kansas City Chiefs. <laughs> nice. Right, cool. I'll do mine. Uh, well, I'll let you cut down this. So, right, NFC right. East. So, so NFC you say East. NFC East. East. Five, four, three, two, one. Our boys just. Yeah, probably. Okay, let's see. <laughs> NFC South. NFC South. I've given it already. So you go, yes, NFC, NFC West. Oh, God. Five, four, three, <laughs> two, one. Seahawks. Mm, I don't know. And so the ones that I've said really, I just say I think Seahawks just because of um because of Wilson. Um I think he's yeah. dope. All right. So um, NFC North. That team for sure. Uh NFC North, <laughs> you know what it is. Yeah, you have to do what you have to do. <laughs> you know what it is. It's the Green Bay, baby. That's how we do. <laughs> now, thank Jesus, thank the Lord. Thank you, God, many times because <laughs> if we were gonna lose, uh, if we were gonna lose our guy, I would have. Uh, I don't think I would have been able to. I would have mm-hmm. podcast up, man. It would have. would have been painful. But obviously, yeah. Aaron Rodgers, that bad man, is coming back. So yeah, I reckon we. I reckon we're gonna win it. It, it won't go. I don't want to say we're gonna but bulldoze it because there's some decent teams in our league, decent teams. So. Plus, your left tackle, yeah. I think David Bakhtiari is injured still. So that's going to be for tough. five games. So that's going yeah. to be managing that is going to be very interesting indeed. Trust me. But yeah. when he's playing, he's one of the best left tackles in the league. So 100%. Yeah. We need him back. We just need him back, as in not broken. <laughs> like we need him back healthy, not semi healthy, like healthy. But um, going back to you, man, why did you pick? Uh, firstly, why did you pick the, the. Actually, why am I saying why? I know why you picked the Bills. Come on, man. Yeah, Come I just on, think man. like the Patriots still are still in flux. They got a new quarterback coming in. The Dolphins, same thing. New quarterback coming in. The Jets, same thing. They're a young team that are going to be very bad. Um, yeah. So the Bills, it's really the Bills is to win. Like obviously Josh Allen is coming into his own now as like an MVP level quarterback. Um, Stephon Diggs is one of the top wide receivers in the league. They have a decent defense. Um, so we'll just see how that team continues to grow. I think they're a team that was on the rise for sure in that in the AFC. But, the, okay. but you can never really count on the Patriots, and the Patriots still be good. But they, I don't think they'll win that division. Yeah, but, but me, you forgot a really good team in there. What about the Jets? <laughs> <laughs> Said no one ever. No, <laughs> the Jets me. are going to be trash, bro. <laughs> going to be sorry, trash again. Sorry, this guys, year. if you're from New York and you're thinking the Jets, sorry, guys, but let's just let's just call it what it is. The teams, yeah, the teams going to be yeah. like, going to be trash this year, maybe even next year. Then eventually. Give uh, Zach Wilson some time to develop, get some pieces around him. Maybe you'll be good. But for now, I think they're going to struggle. Yeah. New head coach um, as well. Yeah, they'll struggle. Yeah, that's true. Okay, so AFC South, you picked the, the Titans. Titans, yeah. I just think with that, that team, on, with um, you got Julio, you add Julio Jones to like an already good AJ Brown. Um, mm-hmm. And obviously King Henry in the backfield. Oh. Um, that's oh, just enough. To, yeah, that's just enough to win it. To be honest with you, those guys can can Maybe. dominate. Jacksonville will struggle. Even though Trevor Trevor Lawrence is a great quarterback, but he'll struggle in his first year with a new with a new head coach and a new system. All yeah. that stuff. The Colts be could be really good, but injury again is going to be interesting that's to see true. how they how remember they the Colts are actually one of our dark horses as well. I still I've, I believe they've got some good pieces. I like yeah. them on the defensive side of things as well, especially. Um, 100%. Yeah, it's gonna be. And then the Texans are just gonna suck. Like without without a good quarterback in um, yeah, Sean Watson, they're gonna struggle. I watched like a preseason game, 
And like Tyrell mm-hmm. Taylor looks good, but like, yeah, he's just not, he's a serviceable quarterback, but he's just not a superstar quarterback. So they're yeah, so maybe, so yeah, he'll maybe just be enough to just do it enough if yeah, that makes sense. And they just, hey, just maybe just try and ride it out other ways. Um, obviously, obviously, you pick the Kansas, you pick the Chiefs because um, who wouldn't pick? Why the not? Chiefs? Yeah, <laughs> even though I'm a Raiders fan, we're gonna struggle. <laughs> got one of the best. Yeah, honestly, I mean the Chargers. You never know with the Chargers. To be fair, that that's. That franchise is all right. It got some decent pieces around. To be fair, yeah, I Justin Herbert's one I of just, my picks to like have a breakout season again. Obviously, like, he had season. a great, great rookie season, but I think he'll have an even yeah, better yeah. second season. Well. A lot of people think I he'll think he'll dip too. slightly, but I think he'll have a good second season. So, Chargers are really good, but it's just like it just depends on. They obviously got a new head coach as well, um, a young quarterback. It's going to be interesting to see how they really develop. But that that division is really Kansas City's doing for the next like six years because they got Patrick Mahomes. So. The rest of yeah, us are going to struggle, and I, I raid my raiders suck. Like we're really bad. Um, yeah, you guys are not doing. Yeah, I just don't mm, know. I don't know if I trust yeah. John John Gruden anymore as a head coach. I'm not sure. We'll have to see. But mm, we're a team that, like, I think we'll be like a mid, like mid 500, as in like just about 500 team. We'll win like as many games as we lose, basically. And if it, mm, yeah, so I mm. think we'll win seven, lose whatever it is, or eight, whatever nine. Like, it's I really hear tough. that. <laughs> I hear that, bro. I mean, um. Honestly, interesting. North, South, East, West going to be very interesting. Watch the football season starts in a couple of days. And obviously, follow us, listen to the podcast, the aggregate score. Um, be following us on Spotify. Not end of the episode, just letting you guys know, because obviously football is back. Mm-hmm. It's back with a bang. Um, I'm, I'm not even going to mention about the Super Bowl predictions. In fact, what I'm going to do, I'm going to wait until week one is finished and then we'll ask each other the questions after we've seen everyone, you yeah. know, kind of for the first time sort of thing. So um, changing gears again. And that's with a little bit of NBA, obviously getting very close to the start of the season as well. I love it because when I think of like the NFL and NBA, there's always that period where obviously NFL goes first, but then they merge, not merge together, but then obviously in October, you get game after game. So you got football, mm-hmm. you got you got football, you got basketball, you got football, you got basketball. American football, that is, just to let yeah. you guys obviously differentiate. Um, the, the major topic we're going to talk about, um, I want us to discuss kind of three topics I've got. First one is um, some of the moves that were made. Obviously, Millsap is now signing with the Nets. Um, yeah. Aldridge is signing with the Nets as well, which is very interesting um, because... Um, Obviously, he had the heart condition, so he's back. Um, so I wanted to find out, does that necessarily give the Nets a good crop of um, veterans, obviously? Uh, what do you think about that? Because obviously, that's two decent moves. Most of us got a lot of experience, and obviously, yeah. Aldridge is still a decent-ish player. It's good to have him back. Obviously, he signed a one-year deal, I think, worth maybe about two or three million. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think? Decent moves for the Nets, or just like they're they just trying to shore themselves up? For their roster going forward, I'd, yeah, I definitely think these were like obviously depth depth moves. So these were moves to like sort of show up their depth. Um, Millsap, as you said, is a serviceable player in this league. He's been playing really well at a high level for quite some time. Obviously, had that great season when he was with Atlanta, and they were like all all stars. That was a great season for that whole team. But um, he's still a very good a very good player in this league. Um, Aldridge was really good at at, at, at points. Um, obviously, had that whole heart condition, so he had to um, retire last year. But the fact that he's been clear and he's back. Is good. It means that he was really hungry for it, which is actually, if you're a Nets fan, is exciting to see. 
um, they already had like three superstars on that team, so they need just to fill the other the team with with other pieces. I remember when they when they obviously like traded for Harden last year, we were saying that like those three plus me and you, we could win a championship. Like yeah. it would be like you don't really need much when you've got those three players on the court, so they can do what they want. Mm-hmm. But I think they've mm-hmm. still got really decent pieces around them. Joe Harris, um, Spencer Dinwiddie obviously had to get traded, but he would have been really good to have on that team. But um, they even brought in Paddy Mills, which is a big one as well. I think he's a solid um, point guard to bring off the bench for them. So they brought some pieces in this summer. I think they're going to be... There's obviously a reason why everyone keeps tipping, um, tipping them and the Lakers to be the, the, t- the teams to come out of the East and the West. Um, they made some great decisions, I think, on the offseason just to sort of um, reassure themselves that they could be like challenging in the East. I think they were really kind of disappointed with how last season ended mm. just because of injuries and stuff. I think the fact that they're all fit now going into this season is going to be quite dangerous for the East. Yeah, honestly, honestly. I mean, I like it. I think veterans, the, the, the impact that they can have on a team is, is is very, very important. It's good to have a good set of them around who can not just um, impact on the court, but off the court as well. So yeah, it, it'll be interesting to see how it goes with the, with the Nets um, moving forward. Obviously, I wanted to touch a little bit on DeAndre Jordan um, signing looks like he's going to be signing with you guys yeah, after being bought out by the Pistons. Well, do you think that's a decent move as well, or is it just like again making up the numbers? Who wants to jump on this train of of <laughs> let's try and win ourselves the ring? <laughs> Honestly, it feels like that at times with this Lakers team, bro. We just keep set, like adding players, and it's just like okay, let's jump on this. Who wants to win a chip ring? Like who wants to win a chip train? Like anyone who, who wants, wants to win a chip, just come and join us because at this point. The Lakers are looking like a like a retirement home for players that were once like superstars. <laughs> Man said retirement home. <laughs> but I, I, I do because I worry a bit about the age the age of our team. But I still think that we have some young pieces that I'm quite excited about. Malik Monk, yeah. um, uh, Taylor Horton Tucker, Kendrick uh, Nunn. That I'm quite excited about those young people. So, like, I'm excited for mm. it because I think I think when I when I think back to our season that we won in the bubble. Um, the, the linchpin of that team was obviously like our ability to play AD at the four because he didn't have to play the five because we had both yeah. Dwight um, and we had JaVel McGee. Obviously, so we got we bring Dwight back. Um, you now need another five to play that position. Sometimes it's going to be Mark Gasol. Sometimes it's going to be DeAndre Jordan. So, um, yeah, I like the move for us as a, as a team. I think it's good to have more depth at the five position just so we can now freely like move AD to the four, let him do what he wants to, to be a power forward. I think he doesn't want to be a centre at all. Now that he can just be a power forward and focus on that, if he's fit, man, that's this team can can do some damage, man. You add, you know, Westbrook, LeBron, Eddie at the four, um, whoever at the two, like it doesn't even matter. Like I could play the two, um, and then you add uh, no. five, <laughs> you add Mark Gasol or or Dwight Howard at the five, a team's yeah. team challenging for a championship. So it's worrying a bit about the, the age of the team, but I think obviously even bring it, but we forgot to mention Rondo came back as well. So even Rondo decided to run it back with the Lakers as well. Um, it's just well, Rondo, like, Rondo back. Yeah, we resigned Rondo <laughs> after you guys traded him. Oh. So you got a buyout. Wow. He's, he's now signed with the signed with the Lakers as well. So um, the done. buyout market strikes again. Unfortunately, but for the for the rest of the league, it must look like it's really unfair because whenever a player gets bought out, there's two teams they want to move to is either the Lakers or the Nets. Like no one else is getting players in the buyout market. Yeah, no one wants to get. It's true. It's true. Oh, that is crazy, man. But I'm excited Ooh. to see what happens. I because obviously this is like an untested team now this is a, uh, almost like a completely brand new team for the Lakers so we're untested we don't even know how, how good we can be yet so I think obviously yeah. we struggle at the start but I think with time and you add all those superstars together players who are like once all-stars and if and the fact that they're hungry to win a championship anything can happen so I am excited as a Lakers fan I think it's going to be a great move for us 
Um, DeAndre Jordan was a good one to add as well, like to, to the already mm-hmm. numbers that we have. People already tweeting saying that the league is done, but like I'm not, you know, I'm not going to say that just yet because we struggled in the West last year. But excited for sure that we have all this like this new talent in our team. Yeah, we've suffered, course, you know, man. as Lakers fans, we have suffered at times with like when we had like some of these bums like Robert Sacre at, at the five. Like we have suffered <laughs> on our team. <laughs> So the fact that we've got superstars, it's nice. Ah, you have suffered, hey, it's been difficult, but hey, you guys are you're coming back strong, coming back strong. I mean, and I think I think LeBron was obviously really hurt by the the way that we went out last year. Just the fact that we went out to the Suns so early, um, but we all know that just because of injuries. Like if we had our players fit, we could have challenged that team, but injuries really really hindered hindered us, and that's going to be the mark of again this season. Which teams make the final will just be injuries. Like whoever whoever's the fittest team makes it. Unfortunately, so. Hopefully everyone can stay fit and healthy. We get a nice competitive league this year. That's true. That's true. I mean, um, moving on to the next news, it seems like I'm just chilling them out. There's been a few stories, but obviously Ben Simmons not too long ago. I think it might have been maybe last week or maybe two weeks has been obviously coming out and saying that he wants to be traded now. And obviously mm. um, it's interesting because at the time when, you know, obviously we had talked about who had won the championship, giving credit to the Bucks and stuff. At the time that had happened, I was saying, look, they were going to be lucky if they got anything out of him, um, where a lot of people were saying that the um, Philadelphia were looking for uh, like a sort of... Um, trade partner. Uh, like, a, like a trade partner, but also high-caliber players to be traded. So we're talking about um, all-star players. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, I was like, yo... You're going to be lucky if you get anything like that. However, the problem is, is that even though um, uh, even though Ben Simmons' offense and his free throws was was absolutely abysmal, the guy's <laughs> defense is awesome and he's a great playmaker. So obviously, I mean, you're looking at people who would be interested like in trying to take him. I've heard a lot of rumors about maybe him going to Green Bay. I've heard. Not Green Bay, sorry. Apologies, guys. I was talking Golden about um, <laughs> a Golden State. My goodness, Green Bay. That's what happens when you mix certain sports. So I heard the Blazers may be interested, Golden State interested, possibly even the Atlanta Hawks interested. Um, yeah. Denver Nuggets, I've heard. Uh, yeah, I've, I'm hearing Timberwolves as a potential landing spot as well. Yeah, I, that's the one that I'm more personally on about. I feel like... Um, Apparently, he's good friends with Carl Anthony Towns and mm-hmm. DeAndre Russell. And I feel like maybe them plus Anthony Edwards, that could be an interesting move. So that's personally what I think maybe I'd shift him to. But I like you could tell already, man, after the way the 70, like the Philadelphia 76 has got knocked out, like, and the way Doc was kind of talking about it, I, I, they weren't bringing it back. Yeah. They, they weren't going to bring it back. Like, and, so and personally, my question to you is, is where do you see him going or what would be a good fit for him now in this point in his career? Yeah, I mean, like, he's the kind of player that he needs um, players around him who uh, don't necessarily need to, um, to like, dominate the, the, the inside so that he needs players that could space the floor a little bit because he, he can't shoot. Mm-hmm. Um, so we need everyone out of the key so that he can be inside there playing, doing playmaking, dishing the ball, going for layups, driving to the basket. Um, so he needs shooters around him, um, but he also just needs like good players around him to do the bits that he can't do, which is shoot. 
um, yeah. and like score free throws and stuff. So because he can do other, all the other bits, he can defend, he can pass, he's tall, he's athletic, um, but he just can't shoot. And I, I don't think he wants to shoot at this point. I don't know why. I don't know why he needs to learn. But um, yeah. I can definitely see Golden State. Obviously, as we said, because he doesn't have to shoot at Golden State. It's just it's all clay. It's all Steph. But it's just whether they have the pieces to intrigue um, Philadelphia to to make a trade. Because I think they'd have to trade. Obviously, like draft picks. All their yeah. rookies they got this season they'd probably have to get rid of them. They'd have to like get, give up a lot to get him in. So that would be That's tough true. for them. Um, the Timberwolves, as you said, was a good one because obviously, like with that team, obviously the offense is run through Carl Anthony Towns. It would kind of be similar to the way it is in in Philadelphia with the way the offense is run through. Joel Embiid, but Carl Anthony Towns can shoot threes, which is a bit. It adds obviously Joel Embiid can shoot as well, but Carl Anthony Towns is more of like a as more of a uh, consistent three point uh, three point shooter. So mm-hmm. that would be interesting, but again, he'd need to. They'd have to give up like too much to get him. I think they'd have to obviously get rid of like D'Angelo Russell. They probably have to give up Anthony Edwards um, and draft picks just to get him in, because I think that's how that's how highly Philadelphia value him. Um, and then, like, obviously, with, with Portland again, it would be great if you could you could add him to, to Dame. He wouldn't have to Dame wouldn't have to like handle the ball as much. Dame could just focus on shooting and scoring. But again, it'd just be interesting to see how that works out. So it's really tough to see where he lands. I think for me, the best landing place would actually be Golden State, but it's just whether they can actually make a deal for him. Yeah, yeah, that's very true, man. I I like what you said as as you kind of said the the the, co- the confidence in terms of. Um, for himself, for Ben Simmons, is literally gone to an all-time low. Yeah, and um, he he does. To be honest, he he does need to leave that franchise. I think it will be better for him to like you know, obviously, almost sorry, almost like you know, new beginnings, new start sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And he just needs that kind of refresh, maybe for his game, and get that confidence back, just some sort of confidence. Because the fact is, like, it's like, bro, like you need to need to be able to pull off a, a shot with what you have. Because yeah. it's not like he's not been gifted. His his defending and playmaking ability ability is superstar level. It Trust really me. when it when it's top is really dope. But the fact that that other fact that that other shooting is such a such a so many grades below, it makes it difficult. But yeah. it makes it very intriguing as a project because people be like, "Yo, if we can get him shooting to some kind of semblance, like we can, this guy can do the thing." Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, or, he's like a superstar MVP right, level. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? So um, it's going to be interesting. Unfortunately for him, his personal life is going great. Like he's dating Maya Jama. He's out at Wimbledon oh, before. Like he's just living his life. He's he's just doing great stuff. But just on the on the on the court, we need him to start like getting in the gym, shooting some shots. Figure out. Apparently, the, the rumor is obviously that he's in um LA with like a shooting coach, and he's actually like figuring out his shot and working on it this summer. Um, okay. I don't, but I don't think that's enough for Philadelphia as a fan base. That's like a very unforgiving fan base. If they if they believe for one second you're not it, then they'll they'll, they'll boo you at their city. So I think it's it's probably done for him in Philadelphia, unfortunately. Um, yeah, and then when you think about back, when you think back to the process, the process, and like when they brought in Joel Embiid, they brought him in, they brought in Marco Fultz. Like the yeah. fact that Joel Embiid is the only one that's really still standing is kind of shocking. <laughs> It um, is indeed, to be fair, yeah. Yeah, for that process. But I think, yeah, he definitely, as you said, needs, needs like a change of environment um, just to, to jumpstart his career again. Because he is he is an all-star, superstar-level player, but he just needs to add that shooting aspect to his game. And who knows, maybe this off-season he adds it. And even if even if he was to take shots and miss them, I'd prefer it more than the fact that sometimes he just scares, like, shies away from the shots altogether and decides yeah. to pass instead. So I think once he gets more confident in that shot, um, we'll definitely see what kind of how how good he can be as a player because everything else, as you said, is, is like is an, at an elite level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he needs to add Absolutely. that, and that's again what makes it hard to trade him because, 
as a team, you're looking at him and thinking to yourself, okay, we're getting a superstar player, but he can't do the one thing that we need on this team, which is shoot. Um, yeah. And we'd be giving up a lot of pieces to to get him in. Yeah. Is it what is it worth it? it? And you're not you're yeah, not sure really. Yeah, so it's going to be very interesting to see what happens. Yeah, of course. I mean, it's, it's interesting because this week, just the end, I was reading a dope article um, which which basically said um it said um the five biggest storylines for the new upcoming season um we've kind of touched about the lakers we've touched well brooklyn their main point was obviously them just staying healthy because the mm-hmm. interesting stat was that kd Kyrie, and james harden played fewer than 10 total games last season together so obviously they need everyone fit at the same time and if they're all are Going to be a bunch, it's going to be like a, a bulldozing kind of thing for all the other yeah. teams. But hey, we love to see. Obviously, I like, I think the one which was interesting is um, they mentioned number three is Portland running out of Dame time. Obviously, <laughs> running out more. of Dame time, it's dope. I love it. Like, they need to be more competitive because I don't know how long Dame's can, gonna yeah. want to be saying or whether he's going to be like, he might get to a point where he's like, look, like, <laughs> you're gonna have to trade me because I want to win. Do you know what I'm saying? Exactly, yeah, definitely. And then, um Lastly, basically, they talked about number four, Ben Simmons, and his future, which we've discussed. But lastly, I love it, is basically rating how well this Bucks um, title defence is going to be. Obviously, mm. the Bucks uh, became the champs last season, and that was the first time in 50 years. And obviously, everyone's intrigued to how well they're going to do. And that's my last question to yourself, Ayo, and myself. How well do you think this Bucks will do in terms of their title defence? So they're a team that, um, for the most part, are going to obviously retain their like main key players, um, Giannis, yeah. Drew Holiday, Chris Middleton. They'll they'll keep together, so that's good. But um, it's a team that, again, because of like everyone who kind of watches the league, kind of knows or believes at least that that team wouldn't be in the finals if it wasn't for injuries to the to the to the Nets. The, yeah. um, the fact that that game that that series even went to seven games was because the Nets were so injured. Um, yeah. If they had all their free superstars, they, there's no way that the Bucks are winning that game, that series. So, um, they're a team that obviously has to like contend with that side of things, and the fact that no one believes in them whatsoever, and mm-hmm. also the fact that no one believes really in their superstar. Like Giannis is getting the respect that he deserves now, obviously because he's won the league. But you look at players around the league, and a lot of like fans of the league kind of believe that his style of, of basketball is is not as efficient as effective. Um, the fact that like he mainly drives to the basket. That isn't like the best shoot in the world, but he's crazy athletic, can defend, can can block shots, can score, um, and he's he's a and he loves the city of Milwaukee, obviously. So like, it's uh, they need they they they're a team that's like crying for their respect, I guess. So that's going to be quite interesting to see. I don't know if they'll defend the title. I'll be honest with you. Um, mm. I just think that on on their best day, um, they're as good as like some of the teams in the in the East. But like, their next team on their best days is as good as anybody. So, um. That's what's going to be very interesting to see if they, if it's again those two in the finals of the Eastern Conference. Um, if they're going up against each other fully fit, um, with just Giannis and Chris Middleton at their top peak level, is it enough to beat three superstars in Kyrie, KD, and um, Harden, who was playing at times like an MVP when he was with the Nets and he was fit, even though he didn't have to mm. like facilitate or hold the ball, he was still like contributing in, in big ways. So that team is is quite dangerous and it's quite scary. So I don't know if they'll defend it, but I think the fact that they won one, they should be glad for that and be happy <laughs> because I don't know if they'll win another one just yet because the Nets are here to stay, especially if they're fit. They are indeed, man. And just kind of to rival what you're saying, 
yes, I know a lot of people will think as though injuries did help the Bucks and slightly it did. But I, I think that they still have another gear in there, man. I, I know mm. it may sound a little bit devil's advocate. I, I think that Giannis having this ring now and him kind of proving could maybe take him to another level. And how I mean by that is if he's just to polish that shooting a bit more off, I mean, mm-hmm. obviously carrying it on the, on the back was difficult. And, you know, he had a, like a Batman Robin kind of thing with um, Middleton as well. To a point where people were actually calling Middleton Batman. Exactly. Giannis, yeah. which, which is intriguing. <laughs> but I like it. I like the three there. Middleton, Giannis, and obviously um, a big fan of I am, um, uh, Drew Holiday. Yeah. Who I think is, a, is a, an, an, I wouldn't even say decent, an elite defender. Trust me. Brilliant. Yeah. Now. And what he did for USA in the Olympics was great. So I think there's another level for them. Although I will not lie to you and be naive. The Nets are coming <laughs> for them 100%. In fact, That's the Nets are not just coming. You know when you've got one of those like fighters, it's like, I'm going to take you. I'm going to take you as well. I'm going to take yeah. the other guy. They're coming for everyone. So everyone needs to be worried because their shooting power that they have on that team is unbelievable. Yes. Now, it's just about, as we said, how healthy can they stay? And will it be a thing of resting um, a lot more of the roster throughout the season to enable them to come into the playoffs healthy? But then the problem with that is you need to have rhythm coming into the playoffs. Mm-hmm. You don't want to be like, you know, obviously rested a bit. You're still a bit, you know, a bit rusty. So it's going to be interesting indeed. And um, I'm excited, man. Excited for the season ahead. Excited to see what your Lakers do, what my Clippers do as well. Um, yeah. Yeah, excited to see what the what the Bucks do. Obviously, in the world of American football and football. So, guys, thank you so much for listening. Um, I also want to say a big shout out to people who've been following the Instagram page. Obviously, we've hit a hundred followers, so we might do a little science science special in the weeks heading forward. But yeah. thank you guys for listening. Um, take care, and um, yeah, I want to say like, bless, guys, bless. Definitely, definitely, do follow us on the Instagram. Uh, our Instagram is aggregate underscore score, I believe. Yeah, we had to ch- we had to change it up slightly. So the Instagram and the Twitter are the same. It's aggregate underscore score. Um, we haven't posted on the Twitter yet, but we'll be posting on there soon. Just different things, interacting, uh, live tweeting during games, all that good stuff. So all that is soon to come for sure, hundred percent. Cool, cool, and guys, uh, take care. Cool, peace.